Right. It's another amazing moment. Moment to share some few facts for fitness. And I welcome you one more time. My name is Jimfi George and I am happy to present to you some few facts for fitness. Okay. Again, I'm also very, 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 very excited that you come to listen to me. I'm very grateful. Today, this morning, I went, I went to train one of my clients and his, uh, his, uh, his bodyguard, actually, yeah, his security guard. I had a conversation with the security guard that I want to share with you, as always. When the conversation is interesting, I try to share. You see, I couldn't record because it didn't pop into my mind. But it was such a profound thing that I should have recorded because I shared very, very insightful um, wisdom that I wish I had, I had, you know, recorded and just push it back to you like that. But I didn't. Now, this person had lost his bike, motorbike, <laughs> one more time. This guy has lost his motorbike. You know, and he was he was so devastated, he was sad and all that. So he talked to me about it. So this podcast is about some a few of the things that I remember sharing with him about losing something. Right? So here we go. So for starters, I want to say that I have lost a couple of things. In fact, this is the first podcast I am making since I got this phone. And I got it about three days ago. Yeah, I had lost my phone for a month or more. And I didn't feel like I should go for a phone. I wanted to live without a phone for a while. I didn't even go to re-register or reactivate my uh, phone number for the same reason. Now, When we lose something, it's undoubtedly very painful, especially when we love the thing. And in fact, the extent of our pain, the intensity of our pain is dependent on or is uh, proportional to our attachment to that particular thing or how we love that particular thing. You see, so if you really love something, then it's going to hurt you more when you lose it than when you really, when you don't care about that particular thing. And that's just practical and common sense. And, you know. So, let's say you've lost something really, really valuable. And this guy was complaining about the situation he finds himself now, having to take trotro, having to take the commercial bus, hustles and bustles that are related or associated with taking the bus trotro right now the trotro guys will waste your time they will waste your time but when you are on a motorbike you move at your own pace and in fact you go you go so many times faster than if you were in trotro now if you are having your own private car you would have moved faster than if you were in trotro right but if you are in a mot- on a motorbike, you move extremely faster 
and the person in Trotro. Right, so if you now find yourself in Trotro after a few, at least a year or less of of uh, using the bike, you feel this the stress that come with it. Right. So one of the things that I remember talking to him or saying to him was that uh, you have to enjoy the experience right you have to find a way to enjoy the experience it's not really enjoying because now you find yourself in a situation where it's less less than what you have you are used to you see so you don't have your motorbike now you move slower now he described the situation especially today today especially today he had lost it i think during the weekend. Now, today, when he was coming to work, <laughs> he was in this trotro, and this trotro got broken down, and he had to wait for another car. All oh, that got him late to work. See? Now, when he said that, I, I tried to say that because he has been dreading he has been dreading the moment of finding himself back in the trotro back in the bus back in the public public transport okay and in that slow pace okay so he because he dreads that he keeps dreading that and keeps saying how bad that is how how what what the fuck ever it is, if you think it is, it's, it's not so pleasing. It's bad, and because he's focusing on the badness of the situation, he's seeing a lot more badness of it. And I'm saying this because he he finally agreed that yes, in fact, our thoughts, as I have said in my some of my previous podcasts, are. Thoughts attract situations to to just confirm our thoughts. Okay, so he thinking that that situation is bad, he keeps he keeps realizing that he keeps realizing that he keeps um, experiencing the moment worst moments, bad moments that you that he deems negative or bad as a result of losing the bike, not having the bike, okay? So now, uh, because you, you think it's so bad not having the bike and being torturing they are wasting time, he has to go a little further to uh, break down so that you waste more time in finding another car, you know? You get it? And so, thinking that it was negative having lost that bike it was it was now you are in that state of negativity yes in that state of in in that bad state you keep attracting bad state because your emotions and feelings are still bad in bad state so the following moments are in bad state so i said that it is good no matter as the bible said one of the things i said was that as the bible said 
you should be gracious in all moments. In fact, you have to show gratitude in all moments, whether good or bad. Okay, so he says that I don't know the the the, the I don't know the verse and the Bible the address, but it says that in all things give thanks to God. In other words, in all things be grateful. In other in, in other words, in all things look at the positive side of it. And if I remember correctly, what I said was that because if it's true that our thoughts create our moments, okay, then even in the worst of moments, when you think positively about whatever is happening, whatever you're going through, then you can be assured that the next moment that happens becomes positive. Right? So, if you are in, in distress, if you are, you are disappointed, something evil has happened, or something you deem evil has happened to you, what do you have to do? The Bible says that you have to be grateful. You have to say, you have to, you have to thank the Lord for those those happenings. See, and I'm saying that. Why do you have to thank the Lord? You you have to thank the Lord because immediately you start blaming the Lord for the negativities. Immediately you start blaming yourself or any other person or any other events for the negative results. You keep. Uh, 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 attracting such negative events, you get it. So if you if you begin, because it's so hard in in times when situations are really bad, it's really really difficult to look at the positive sides of it. It's really really difficult to look at the positive sides of it of of the positive sides of your your spouse making love to another person alright at that moment but in that moment still give give thanks to God in that situation still give thanks to God and say thank you God for this moment thank you God for this lesson because you don't know what lesson it is you are not aware of what lesson that you are being taught okay because you are wallowing in the pain of the loss that has happened, the pain of the disappointment, the pain of the negativity that has happened, okay? But instead of trying to uh, uh, navigate or go into, you know, trying hard to see the positive side of negative events, what you have to do is just anchor yourself in giving thanks and praise to God, right? And seeing that whatever is happening, however negative it is, it's happening for your good. It's happening so that you can learn something from it. So you can, you know, bring up the learning attitude in that moment, you see? So when you lose something, it is because you should understand. And I remember that the first thing I talked about is the space that comes with losing something. Okay, the space that comes with losing something. When you lose something, it creates space. Or it creates space and your thoughts has to fill that space. It creates a space in your thoughts, in your feelings. It creates a space in your being. 
Okay, because the thing was there. Now it's not there. It's been taken away. Whatever you were using that thing for, whatever sentiments you had about that thing, is it's changed. It's not that it's no more. It's changed. It's not been taken. Now it's, it belongs to someone. Okay, you can decide to try to force to uh, look for it, but we're talking in situations where you can't find it. You can't. You have no access to it now. Okay. In that case, you have to find some anchor. Okay. Uh, if we should go into the Bible, we say that in our situation, give thanks to God. Give praise to God. You know, you just anchor yourself. It's a place to say, just take a deep breath and say, thank you, God, for this situation. Right? Instead of blaming yourself, blaming situations, blaming God, blaming things, blaming all those things and sinking deeper into that evil world, that hell, that negative feeling, just anchor yourself on the fact that you are giving glory and, 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 and thanks to the powers that be, okay, or God for giving for giving you that that opportunity to experience whatever is going on. Okay, but because you love being born, if you are not enjoying the journey of life, you would have perhaps killed yourself. Right? You would have ended it. But you are enjoying it. You see. So this little glitch in, in the matrix or this little uh, emotion, negative emotion that happened or happened in it doesn't doesn't spell the totality of who you are. You don't have to blame yourself for who what your incapabilities are, what your negativities are, what your what you are not able to do. You don't have to blame yourself or someone else or situations. You know, for whatever is happening to you, you have to stay calm and say thank you, God. Or if you believe in God, thank you, whatever it is. But or what I as I usually say, I say I'm I'm grateful for this situation. You know, so it's amazing. I think that we always have that anchor to say of gratitude and say thank you for this moment, God. And immediately you do that, it opens you. You open up to a lot more learning to understand. So, as I keep saying, I remember saying to my friend that. You have lost the bike because at one po- at some point, not just one point in time, which he agreed to. Okay, it's not just one point in time. At so many points in time, you have asked yourself, "Wow, this having this bike is so great. If I what if I lose it? If I lose it, what will happen?" Okay, and I remember he saying that, "Oh yeah, he remembers." You know, like so that what is hap- what will happen as you keep asking that question? What will happen is what is happening now. Okay, what will happen is what is happening now. You see, so it's such a profound learning for him and myself. You see, to 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 you know take a back, take a back step at the situation and take an 
uh, an objective look at a situation and see the good in it. So one of the things I remember telling him was also that um, you should look at the positive sides of this. I remember telling him that there's a positive aspect to losing that bike. Okay. Then he started talking. He started talking. There are some people who lose this and who lose bigger money and, and things like that. And there are people who, and I said, don't, 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 don't cite those examples because it gets me to, to make that my reality. Okay, so don't just compare yourself to people who have lost bigger things and feel good about it. That, that's what I tried to say and as, as he tried to um, give me examples. I kept, I remember that situation where I kept saying that. Don't, don't say, don't try not to give that example of people who have lost bigger things. Okay, but just learn from the situations and focus on the positive side of it. And so, in this positive side, I remember telling him that the positive side of losing your bike is looking at the other person's perspective. He's probably a mechanic. Someone who understands the bike more than you do. So, although you thought that you had locked the bike and you were making your call, he had locked the bike making his call, okay, and moved a little bit because where he had parked his bike, there was a lot more noise. Not knowing someone was, had seen what's going on and said, this is an opportunity to try to make some money or have a bike. Okay, so this guy jumps on the bike and, and breaks the neck. Though he said he had locked it. Okay, so if he locked it and this guy had to break the neck, he had to break the neck, find a way to do it. So what I said was that this guy is probably a mechanic or someone who is who is an expert in stealing bikes. And so his profession, his job, he has he has the skill in doing such a thing. You get it. So his job is to find a way. For so many days, years, months, perhaps a lot more, he hasn't perhaps got the bike. He wants to steal. Now he spots this opportunity and said, let me take this opportunity because I need to make money. Alright. And so he jumps at it and, and, and takes it away. But he also have prayed for a moment like that. Okay, and this thing reminded me of the lion chasing a deer. The lion is praying that this deer must be my food or I'm dying. <laughs> and then this year says, Oh God, please let me live another moment. From the claws, from the from the from the clutches of this this lion, this beast. Not in my flesh, you know. And this beast was also praying to the same God, saying, God, please, let me get this meat. Let me eat to survive, or I'm dying. Right? Okay, so when you get to look at it at the perspective of the person who is stealing, who has been successful in stealing, you will see that you can rejoice. <laughs> you can rejoice in, in knowing that he has achieved is his objective. God has answered his prayers. Okay, that's a positive way of looking at 
the situation in which you have lost something to somebody. Okay, this person has been praying so much for what you want. The opportunity, God has provided the opportunity for him to get what you have. You know, so you have to be grateful. You have to be thankful that such a situation exists, such a law exists in which you can also start to dream about something and pray towards it and and be ready for it and when the opportunity comes you you have the feeling and the guts and the wisdom as he had okay to take advantage of the opportunity to enjoy whatever reward there is after the action you take you see so it's another positive way of looking at it but it's so hard you know moving yourself from losing it to celebrating with the person who already has what who now has what you cherish or value so much okay but you find out that if you're able to do this you are able to be you, you are able to enjoy you'll be happy you see that life is really fascinating and it is likened to the situation in the bible where moses had to bring out water from a rock okay from a mountain a rock mountain okay it's as hard trying to move yourself from you know uh, grieving about your loss to jubilating with someone the person who has gained your possession you it's, it's, it's more likened to trying to bring water from a rock you know as Moses had to do in order to save his people it's daunting it's hard work <laughs> you see so it is difficult it's really difficult to feel happy when every situation is making you sad right it's, it's difficult that is the mountain to move as Jesus Christ said if you have little faith you can even the slighted faith you can move mountains but this is great great mountain to move okay but with, with little practice, you're able to do that because there are certain people who can smile at the face of the worst adversities that you will frown and perhaps cry at. There are people who can do that. There are people who have, who have, who have stronger threshold to pain, to anxiety, to stress. There are some people who just go and exercise and you know and then work it work that stress out. It takes a few months to do that. You know, so I just wanted to share. There are a lot more that I said I can't recollect. I should have recorded, as I said, from the beginning of this podcast. You know, I should have recorded, but I didn't. So I'm trying to recollect a lot of the things that I said. So in in trying to see the positive side of the situation, I presented what could be. And it's a situation of the million possibilities or a million positive possibilities of the situations, of the situation that happened to me. But when we glue ourselves to the parts that we have lost the thing, we, we take our thinking around it and we dread it we produce more of the negative situations. See? So immediately you anchor yourself on 
giving thanks to God for whatever situations you find yourself in, you see that it's a better, it's a stepping stone to feeling better about the situation. It's a stepping stone to say that God is distributing things. I have finished using what I have lost and it's been given to someone who needs it. Because I remember saying him, he's going to sell it and make money. Someone who buys it also feels happy. Oh my God, I have a new buyer. You know, but this seller is not going to say that. that. He's going to, going to tell the buyer that he stole the bike. He's going to say, this is my bike and I'm selling it. You know, this guy will buy with happiness. So why not you transcend from your from your woes into the happiness of the person who is buying it together? Alright, last but not the least, I remember saying that there are people who spend millions. How much is the bike? Let's say it's 10,000 dollars. But it's actually about 2,000 to uh, 3,000. Not more than 4,000 right now. Okay, but let's say it's about 2,000, 20,000 Now, there are people who are philanthropists who are able to donate more than 20,000 Ghana CDs or let's say $2,000 $20,000 to charity to give it to people okay to make life better for people to cushion people to make people feel exhilarated and very happy as someone who has just gotten a bike your bike that was stolen from you okay people give more than what you have lost to charity Okay, so if whatever we think comes true, then why don't you start thinking that you have given this to the person who have bought, who have bought it and is happy, who is going to use it to help make money, perhaps going to use it for Okada, to make money for his family and keep his family better. Why not you start putting yourself or your thinking and your feelings in a situation where you have actually willingly given out whatever you have lost to the persons who have gotten it. Okay, that also make you feel better about whatever has happened. I remember saying that, and I think that these are very, very profound things that we should look at. Okay, I have once said, presented a scenario like this, that when there is a job loss, when someone loses a job, Place a vacancy for someone to also gain a job. Let's say all these people were praying, God, I want a job, I don't have a job, I need a job. And then, yes, yeah, someone gets fired because of certain actions or inactions, or because of someone's conspiracy. Alright, and the person gets fired. And then the person who has been praying for God, praying to God for a job, gets a job. Okay. Now, in that situation, we find out that the person who has lost the job is seeing that job uh, may or have a choice to decide that losing that job was negative or that losing that job was positive. If you say that losing that job was positive, perhaps it's going to help him to get, it's going to help him to attract better opportunities than the job than the job that he has lost. 
here. Now, but he's what if if he wallows and spend time in dreading himself, blaming himself for losing the job and all those things, he's going to probably get into drinking or he's going to bad habits and not ever have a job or even he's going to have a job, have a, a less job because your thinking really gets you attracting your events, right? So. Immediate. If, if someone has lost a job and someone has gained a job, if you are a third person looking at it, you say, oh, this is a normal situation. One is happy, one is sad. But the person who is sad can actually make himself happy by, by rethinking about the situation because with, or thinking about the situation as you are doing because you have seen that, you have seen the totality of the situation. The totality in which in the situation of the situation means that you have seen the person you are looking you, you are able to see the perspective of the person who has gained the job as well as the perspective the perspective of the person who have lost the job and you can make better decisions all right if we understand the law that what you think comes to you then trying and seeing things from the person who have gained what you have lost actually gets you to gain more so as i was saying i said that if you can think yourself to say i have let gone i have willingly giving out this motorbike to the person this guy who needs it okay and he's making a lot of he's going to make money from it and he's going to take care of his, his family and he's going to be happier and you are happy that that person is going to be happy because you are philanthropist okay so dream yourself think yourself like you are a big man you've earned a lot more that you have more than enough to give that small money out for people to enjoy you get it you are just changing your outlook on what has happened they can change the way you feel about what has happened and it's going to change or it has a 50-50 chance of changing the next events that occur in your being that's what I'm saying I keep a positive attitude and he kept repeating that he kept repeating and I saw that it was such a learning for him that's that's why I want to share this with you my friend I'm glad that you came to Listen, I hope I've been able to share. Not, not that I hope. I know I've been able to share a lot. A lot of the wisdom that that I shared with him. And so, thank you for listening. If you have been able to come this far with me in fitness name. All the best.